calling all photographers and creative entrepreneurs. This is a space for you, a space to learn and to grow, to feel embraced and encouraged. I'm Morgan. Welcome back to the Equipped You Podcast. Hello. Happy Tuesday. Glad you're here again. Um, I'm so excited today because I have the one and only my cousin Stacy in the studio slash living room today. And we're talking all about second shooting. Yeah. So hello. Hi. How are you? Good. I don't know. I just said that. No, that's okay. okay. (laughs) Introduce yourself. No problem. (laughs) To all the friends. Yeah. That have been listening. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. So Stacy and I were just talking about how this is so exciting because we always like make plans to like pursue business adventures together mm-hmm. and then we are like all talk mm-hmm. and then we make these plans and make logos and whatever and then it always kind of fizzles out yep. Whoa, I almost ripped her headphones off of her oh, head I didn't even feel it um but this is real mm-hmm. this is happening it's so freaking exciting and you're here ah <laughs> so fun yeah it's so good so I was thinking that before we jump into any sort of like actual education stuff. I think that we should maybe give a photography rundown of yours. Okay. Just a quick one because you have more experience than I do. Uh, I don't know if you can say that anymore. Okay. Earlier experience than I do. But yeah. So just give us like, how did you, when did you pick up a camera first? What did, how did it make you feel? And you jumped into weddings, like walk through that a little bit and then we'll talk about the transition into you working for me. Okay. Um, I think I picked up, the camera for the first time my first camera for the first time in like 2011 oh, whoa okay like after after I graduated maybe it was 2012 um I bought my first like beginner DSLR mm-hmm. and loved it it was a Nikon I don't even remember maybe a D5100 or something okay um and I was super pumped and so I first started out by doing like a session with one of my friends I'm gonna kill him it just went off back there. Hold on. No, you're good. Can I help you? Are you in a podcast? Right yes. Now? What's oh. up? Stacy's here. Hi. Oh, hi, Stacy. What's up? Hi. Am I on the podcast? Yeah. Finally get some fame. <laughs> yeah. My gosh, it's about time. You could talk to oh, the people. Everybody, just so you know, I do exist. <laughs> no, he doesn't. No. <laughs> Mason's been salty because we've <laughs> talked to Logan. We've only talked about Mason once, and it was a joke about <laughs> dropping him on his head. <laughs> Okay, is this important? Are you dying? Are you on fire? No, no, I am very much alive and not on fire. Okay, can I talk to you later then? Yeah. Okay, bye. (laughs) We're keeping that in. Okay. Okay, so you picked up a camera. Yeah. Yeah, I saved up money. I bought my first DSLR in like 2011, 2012. After, it must have been 2012. It was after I graduated, but... um. Yeah, and so I took my first like set of pictures for a f- like for a friend, but not for anything. Like we just I wanted to go have fun, so we did. It was like snowing. Yeah, we had a great time. And then um, I got my first paid session like shortly after that. Um, there was a family that I had babysat for, and their grandma was getting older, and they wanted to have some memories, so they asked me to come and I charged like $35 for the session. (laughs) Yeah. Um, which like you covered gas basically. Yeah. And, um, but I look back on that so fondly because they still, I, I mean, I haven't talked to them in a while, but recently they just 
had told me how thankful they were to have those oh, photos. That's really sweet. So, you know, after, cause she had passed away and everything. So, right. Yeah. So I did that's that. That's why what we do matters. Yes. You know, like mm-hmm. it's a gift that we're able to give people, which yes. is such a cool, I don't know, a cool talent, I yeah. guess, or like interest. Yeah. It's so fun. I love it. So yeah. So I did that. And then I started taking other sessions. I don't know how long after that. Um, but for like not much. And then I did my first wedding. Oh, I did my first, my very first wedding after I had a second shot one time. Yeah. Terrible. Not a great decision. I I wouldn't (laughs) recommend it to anybody listening. Maybe like do more second shooting, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, but it was for the only reason I felt comfortable is because I was very transparent with the couple. They were friends of mine. Um, I, I actually worked with them, um, at, uh, camp that I used to work at and yeah so they asked me to do it and I was like not sure and then um I finally decided to do it and yeah it was fine the pictures weren't but the day went fine yeah and um which is what we all say about like our first wedding where it's like oh it's fine (laughs) yeah like that's like yeah it's you have to start somewhere yeah there were photos they weren't great and yeah but they they were there they exist they exist <laughs> I don't know how great that is I mean I feel anyway but yeah. whatever so that was my very first wedding and then um I did a couple more after that of not charging very much at all and um then I'm trying to think timeline wise probably in like 2016 20 15 maybe I started um figuring out some more like education mm-hmm. um I found Amy and Jordan mm. and Which we love. Uh, love them so much they yeah. were really the reason that all of this even happened actually and me too yeah we're including me yeah. in this right that, yeah 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 so I yeah I I found them um they were doing they do like free little like courses like mini courses and so I took one and I was like oh my word I want to buy their I think it was their shooting and editing course it was Mm -hmm. their first course they came out with and um yeah so it kind of all transpired after that I took their course and felt so much more confident I rebranded everything but that was I mean there was a good amount of time between you know first picking up a camera to that that might have even been in 2017 Mm -hmm. like it might have been six years after my first time picking up my camera so yeah so I did that and then I started um taking weddings again I I had second shot a little bit in between there too so Mm -hmm. so I'm kind of jumping around but um but yeah and so then I started taking weddings more confidently after that and um that's kind of when I don't know that really like wedding photography started for me because once I got a taste of like actually like going to a wedding and feeling confident for mm-hmm. the first time or like even a little bit confident. I won't even say like fully confident. Sure. But going and being more confident in the tools you have mm-hmm. and um, in your skills mm-hmm. made like a huge difference for me. And I um, once I got a taste of that, I was like, oh, my God. 
Mm-hmm. Isn't I it love like it. the adrenaline rush that's kind oh, of associated yeah. with that too? Mm-hmm. And being like on your toes and like really yes. going for it. Yes. Yeah. I and I talked about this before, but when you started to pick up weddings in 2017 mm-hmm. and then you asked me to kind of hop on board with you yeah. and second shoot, you know, as much as I could with your weddings. Yeah. I it was like once you got that little taste yeah. and like it was fun and there was a drive. And yes. then you got to see like the, the amount of joy that was happening. Yes. You're like, oh, I want more. I want more. Yes. It's like addicting. Yes. Almost, right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Especially when you when I think you've talked about this a little bit, either in a um, post that you've made or in a previous podcast. But once you start to like the work that you're producing mm-hmm. and that you're what you think of in your head comes out mm-hmm. and is your your work, um, that makes a huge difference. Oh, too. yeah. Takes yeah. time to get there well worth it but and it you and there, there's a sense of I will never get there you oh, know like yeah. <laughs> you're you're building from 2011 to 2017 and finding mm-hmm. Amy and Jordan that means there were six years mm-hmm. that you weren't necessarily like a hundred percent confident yeah or not even, even close 75 percent no, confident uh-uh. about your work yeah which is crazy mm-hmm. so then and now from there we've I've talked about my version of the story of you know, 2017, 2018, mm-hmm. you were doing weddings pretty regularly yep. and I was able to hop on as your second shooter. Yes. Then you had a baby. Yes. And then the world shut down in 2020. Yes. And so then it's like our roles reversed mm-hmm. and there was so much life that happened between 2019 and, and 2021, which is when mm-hmm. I really picked in, picked up and in going into it. Yep. And it was just interesting how we naturally started to swap, mm-hmm. which is why I wanted to have you here to talk about second shooting because mm-hmm. I, number one, learned it from you. Mm-hmm. And number two, now we both have been in the in the same roles for each other. Yeah. And I think that we make a good team. Mm-hmm. I would agree. And I don't even say that to like blow smoke. No. I'm, like I genuinely feel like that we've got a little yin and yang situation. Oh, yeah. 100%. And we have kind of nailed down the system. Yes. And so I just, I think that people, this might sound, I don't want it to sound conceited, but it took us 2017. So it took us five years to get to this point. Mm -hmm. But now that we have it kind of figured out, I feel like people can learn from us and learn from our mistakes and what we wish we would have done so that they can be better suited as a second shooter for other people. Yeah, absolutely. So I, we got lucky because we are working for each other. Mm But when a second shooter is looking to be a second shooter or yeah. when a photographer is looking to be a second shooter, one of the first questions that they need to ask themselves is how do they even get the position, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And thankfully, we have social media on our fingertips that we can say like, hey, I love your work. Like, what would you even say to a photographer if you were going to hop in to a message? Yeah. Um, I think I would first, yeah, first compliment them. I yeah. think that would be like a big thing and and mean it. I think um, – yeah. You, you want to look for photographers that you, you know, generally like what mm-hmm. they're doing um, or maybe that's something that you are striving for. So, but yeah, genuinely compliment them. And I think not making it like a big deal. I, I think putting too much pressure on like the first message, you want to make a good impression, obviously, but sure. I think just saying something along, like giving them a compliment and then saying something along the lines of, um, I'm really getting into photography and I would love the opportunity to maybe chat about second shooting mm-hmm. if it's something that you, you need or you're looking for, maybe you're not, but you're open, you know, mm-hmm. and then maybe leaving it at that and just kind of seeing where it goes, you yeah. know, cause I think jumping right into, I want a second shoot for you 
what do I need to do to get there? I think that comes maybe at the next message. I don't know. Once they first respond and kind yeah. of getting a feel for what they're, if they're even open. To yeah. It. And you don't want to jump the gun. No. Because I do get messages like that sometimes mm-hmm. um, where people are offering to second shoot for me, which I think is number one, it is a compliment. Yeah. Absolutely. Because they're saying that they like my personality and they like what work I'm putting out. Yes. But I also have an arrangement in my business where mm-hmm. I don't really need second shooters because. Yeah. I was able to kind of build that in for myself. Right. But if I was going to reach out to another second shooter, I would agree with you 100% to compliment Mm -hmm. them first. Like a genuine, for real, hey, my name is Morgan. I am a portrait photographer who would Mm -hmm. love to get into weddings. Love your work. I think that it's wonderful. I'd love to learn from you and help assist you at some point if that's possible. Yes. If you're looking for that. Yes. And then from there, it's all about networking and building relationships. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I didn't realize was so complicated about this industry is how lonely it can feel Mm -hmm. because you don't really have coworkers. No. And so second shooting is an opportunity to co-work with Mm -hmm. someone. And so you need to be able to match up personality wise. Yes. So like not everyone is a good second shooter for me and I'm not a good second shooter for everyone else. Um, It gives you an opportunity to network. It gives you an opportunity to co-work with people and it's an opportunity to learn another way to do things Mm -hmm. which I think is huge yes and I think it's really important that you're open to that because I think going into things thinking that you know how you want to do things what you want to do you know going into maybe a second shooting opportunity or even as a lead photographer looking for a second shooter I think it's really really important to be open to new ways new ideas um yeah of doing things and you can never stop learning no. And so if you act like you are on your high horse and you look down at other photographers and mm-hmm. you say, well, I have it figured out and they mm-hmm. don't really have it figured out yet. Mm-hmm. We have entered an issue of pride. Yes. And your work is going to suffer for it. Mm-hmm. And so as lead photographers hiring, we can learn from seconds, but yes. also seconds can le- learn from leads as well. Absolutely. Uh, one of the things, though, that I would be really mindful of when you're jumping into wanting to second shoot is you are not second shooting to build your portfolio. Yes. And oh, I yes. see it all the time all the time and it sucks because Mm -hmm. that means that you're using somebody else's clients for your benefit Mm -hmm. and it's not about you right I just that I think that's a really dangerous mindset yes I completely agree with that um you definitely need to be careful with that thinking or like checking yourself to make sure that that's not what you're totally going for because it's not good for your future clients either because if you're presenting work that maybe okay you took those photos yes but the the lead orchestrates right and Mm -hmm. so you might have an opportunity as a second once in a while to um to orchestrate a pose or something like that um but usually not and and putting out that work is you know helpful if if the photographer comes to you and is like hey that's fine that's one thing if they come to you to say that, but if you're like planning to do that, I don't know. I think you just have to be really careful because is it truly yours? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I used some of our photos that we took at your weddings to then promote that I'm doing weddings. Yeah. But number one, it was always you. If you are a second shooter, okay, we're just going to say it. Here's the rules. Yeah. Yeah. You have to to tag your lead photographer. Yes. You have to. Yeah. You have to give them credit for the work that they did leading up into the wedding. Yep. Saying like, oh my gosh, it was so fun to shoot for yada, yada, yada photography. Yes. Right. Number two, you never tag the clients. Yep. 
ever. Ever. Because it's not a, it's not your work. Right. Right. So if a, if a photographer is going to let you use it mm-hmm. to post, yes, that's one thing. But just like being careful to not take credit for work and a day that's not yours. Yes, exactly. And I think like we had those very open conversations about it, though, which is why it never bothered me. I wasn't worried. I knew I could trust you about it. And um, it was something that, you know, you were open with, I was open with, and it was something I wanted you to do. And yeah. so I think um, that that's just really important that if it's something that you, you know, want to do, I think maybe you you can talk about it yes. with the lead that you're shooting for. And I think it, it depends too on your relationship with the lead photographer that you're shooting, that you're working with um, mm-hmm. and working for, because I don't, you definitely need to like build that relationship mm-hmm. unless they, you know, put out like, Hey, I'm looking for a second shooter. Um, you know, feel free to, or you'll have the opportunity to use the images you take for marketing. I think unless something like that happens, then making sure that you maybe know them well enough and also have like that open communication. And if it's not said by the lead, then you need to ask for sure. Absolutely. So you're not hopping into second shooting to build your portfolio. We just want to make sure that that's Mm -hmm. abundantly clear. Mm -hmm. So why we talked about why mm-hmm. you're going to be second shooting, what not to do when it comes to mindset about it not being for your portfolio. Mm-hmm. And then also we kind of touched, uh, touched on how to get second shooting jobs. Yeah. One thing that I do want to mention is on Facebook, especially mm-hmm. there are so many second shooting groups. Okay. Um, yep. There's one, like, I think it's called Mich- Michigan second shooters here, obviously in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm that's in the name um but there are photographers all the time that are looking for second shooters so if you're looking in your area or like you know any local groups find them on Facebook and that's a really easy way to jump in when you already know the the photographers are looking yes Mm -hmm. or you can put out a message and say like hey I'm I'm interested in second shooting does anybody have any jobs for me yes that's perfect yeah that sounds like a great resource so let's say that we get in touch with a, with a photographer who's interested in, in us second shooting for yeah. them. Um, what are, I want to kind of talk about what do second shooters bring to the table before they get the job, right? Yeah. So, so I think that there's a mindset that second shooters have to have experience in weddings. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's necessarily true. I would also agree. I don't think that's necessarily true either. I think that you can have some portrait background. Yeah. I do think, though, that it is somebody else's day mm-hmm. and you have to have some experience. Yeah. So I'm thinking... You have to be able to shoot in manual. Yep. You know, that's a huge, like that is an absolute. Yep. There's, I don't want to say no, but there are not many photographers, professional photographers in this industry that aren't shooting in manual. Yes. So, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. A hundred percent. So making sure that you learn, learn manual for sure. Yep. And just be, be pretty mm-hmm. like on it with that. Yes. Um, and also like being able to handle different lighting situations Mm -hmm. and the big one is flash yes which is huge yes anything else you can think of that they should automatically have um no I don't think I think those are the main ones especially for shooting um yeah and I not that you will never get an opportunity if you don't know how to do those things but it would have to be made a abundantly clear mm-hmm. that that's you know going into it mm-hmm. that you don't know how to do those things um but yeah no I think that that pretty much covers okay what you should so then you get the job yeah 
and now it's a wedding day or maybe it's days leading up into the wedding yeah and we're just gonna rattle off some tips yeah for second shooters mm-hmm. I first and foremost is something that this is something that I learned from you Okay. is on the wedding day yeah you show up early yes and like early to your early yes right because yes. Stacy has always said that like what if you were to pop a tire mm-hmm. you need to have time to get a new tire or mm-hmm. get a new ride mm-hmm. and be able to go to your wedding yep there were times in 2017 that we sat in a parking lot yep 65 minutes in advance or more or more I think the very first one we did we literally showed up like two and a half hours early, but that was because, okay, that sounds really awful, but that was because we were going to stay there overnight yeah. or we did stay there overnight. I think it was either the night before or the night of, I think it was the night before we stayed. Um, so there, we were there 14 hours early. Yeah, <laughs> I guess kidding. so. Yeah. But I was also super nervous that day. Yeah. Like excited, but super nervous because I think that was like the first like wedding to my, my like almost like rebrand yeah. like uh, yeah so anyway so I was like we got to get there I got to yeah. know <laughs> for sure yeah well and now I mean I'm not two and a half hours early like no. we were earlier no I wouldn't recommend it either <laughs> no it's a waste of time <laughs> it, completely but I definitely plan to be in the location or at the location 30 minutes yep. before the time I want to walk in yes and we walk in 15 minutes early yeah so that means we're an hour to 45 minutes early yep to our start time yeah and we do that number one because we want to look professional yep and we do that too because we both have anxiety yeah and (laughs) we need we want to make sure that we are where we're supposed to be even if worst case scenario happens yes so I think that's really important yep is showing up early I agree yeah Yeah. um okay I would okay you need to ask questions Mm -hmm. I I also think you know there's the there are good times and bad times to ask questions. Mm-hmm. I don't think any question is dumb, but I do think like read the room a yeah. little bit, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like when, um, the only time I would say is like, if there is something urgent and you're nervous about like where you need to stand or whatever, and you're like getting down to the wire of maybe the start of the ceremony or something, like ask the question right then. Like, yes. don't, don't like be afraid to ask the question because like the ceremony is about to start. But that's like a, exception to the rule of read the room I would say so yeah um but definitely just ask questions I think as a like main photographer and also being in the experience of second shooting I think that it doesn't help anybody if you don't ask questions totally at all yeah so just just ask the questions it's not dumb and it's helpful to not only the main photographer, but um, also to yourself. Yeah. So. And to the clients. And to the Because clients. if you're making decisions that are like affirmed by the other photographer, that yes. is going to mean that it's stronger. Yes. And furthermore, not only ask questions on the day of, but also ask questions leading up mm-hmm. to the day. Yep. So things like, what gear do you want me to bring? Mm-hmm. Um, what lenses do you want me to use? Yep. You know, all of that kind of stuff. Because some photographers want you to bring your own gear. Mm-hmm. Some people want you to use theirs. Yep. So like making sure that everybody's on the same page yep. before and during the wedding day. Yes. Keep that communication open. Yes. And still, we are five years. We just said this. That's mm-hmm. a long time. That's We're a, old. I know. <laughs> it's crazy. Ah. But we still 
make sure that we're asking each other questions yes. like what kind of lenses do you want me to use like where do you, you know where yep. do you want me to stand is this okay that yep. kind of thing mm-hmm. just not because we are second guessing ourselves but just to make sure that we're we're together on the same wavelength yes does, does that make sense yeah a hundred percent yep yeah so I think that that's really important I if if you are going to bring your own gear I think number one you need to have batteries up the wazoo uh-huh charged and ready to go yep Number two, make sure your lenses are clean. Nobody wants like little water droplets. Oh my gosh. I would be so upset or maybe not. I would be sad. Yeah. Disappointed. I got my seconds work back and it had like speckles from raindrops or something. And one of the other big ones, and I didn't even really think about it until I second shot for a photographer last year, Mm -hmm. but she asked me to make sure that my time was on my camera was the exact time that it, it was yeah. because a lot of us then sync our work based on mm-hmm. the time that we take the picture. Yep. And so if I'm not changing my time to be right, or maybe my camera's a little bit faster, mm-hmm. then all of my work is going to be off with the photographer. Right. So like do your photographer a favor yep. and make sure the time is synced up. Yes. For sure. So those are kind of like, you know, we're kind of going all over the place with like the mm-hmm. day of or the days leading up to it. But I think now that we're on the day of, before you even get there too, let's talk about clothes. Yes. Yes. Because I think that this is a big thing. Mm-hmm. I've seen it on Instagram. Um, I love, we, well, we love to wear black. Yep. Yeah. You're like, uh-huh. yeah, that's it. Yep. Wear black. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just, I would be really mindful of like what kind of wedding mm-hmm. it is or yep. like where it is. Because if you are in the Rocky mountains, you're probably going to need hiking boots or you're going to need tennis shoes or mm-hmm. something like that where strappy sandals probably isn't going to cut it. Right. You know, mm-hmm. but if you're shooting at a Catholic ceremony, I don't know if jeans mm-hmm. and a cardigan is the way to go either. Right. You know, and mm-hmm. I just, if you're unsure of what to wear, this is where what Stacy said earlier is ask a question, yes. like make sure that you I don't know, look the part. Yes. And look Mm -hmm. appropriate too. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And I think, you know, if you're planning to do second shooting more than once, it's good to have like your main, at least for me, it's been helpful to have like my main outfit. So like I wear, if I'm wearing a dress, I wear the same dress with the same like cardigan or whatever. Yeah. Every time Mm -hmm. because I, it takes like the guesswork or the concern i guess yeah. out of it um well and it's tried and true yes and you just don't it's yeah you don't yeah, have to go worry about it, it. exactly yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yep um i was gonna say this kind of ties into well maybe not kind of ties into asking questions but i think um getting a feeling for the lead photographer's system mm, okay what do you mean by that I think I mean by just kind of seeing how observing and watching how they run things. And maybe this would be helpful even watching like their behind the scenes. If they have behind the scenes Mm -hmm. um, leading up to a wedding or um, stories about portrait sessions that they do. I think just getting some sort of idea of how they work if you can ahead of time, but also just maybe when you first meet them on the first wedding day you're going to do, or, um, I don't know, just trying to flow with them as much as possible. Mm -hmm. It's not, you know, going to be perfect or anything. I'm not saying like completely study their every 
move, but I think trying to run with how they do things and kind of tossing out all of your pre, what do you, what's that word? Not pre, like, like your, I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, like if you had any thoughts about how Mm -hmm. they do things or how you want to do things, like just tossing it out the window. Yes. Well, and I think that also goes with what we were, we actually were just talking before we even press record. Yeah. That this is not about, oh, I think we said this. It's yeah. not about you as right. a second shooter, but more than that, you become the business yes. of the lead shooter. Yes. Right? Like you are representing the lead shooter mm-hmm. and their business mm-hmm. and who they are and their personality. Yep. And so if you are showing up with inappropriate attire, yep. like if they're asking you to wear a certain thing and you're not, mm-hmm. now you are a poor reflection of their business. Right. And if you are trying to walk in, oh, preconceived notions. Yes. There it is. Yes. So if you're walking in and saying, okay, well, I'm going to run the show or I'm going to run this and operate the way that I normally do. Yeah. It's not about you and your business, right? Right. Like you are stepping in and leaning into somebody else's business. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that it's so important to represent them well. Yes. And when you were talking about observations, I didn't even write this on any sort of notes, but one thing that I really appreciate about Stacy second shooting for me is you are so observant. Mm. Um, not about, not necessarily about me, but Stacy's watching people interacting around us all day. Mm-hmm. And so she's looking for anything that she can do to alleviate any sort of stress. Yeah. Like are the bride and the bride's mom, are they arguing? And is it, is it a quick fix? Can we do mm-hmm. something about that? Um, is the grandma looking for the handkerchief yes exactly embroidered for the bride Uh uh-huh exactly so you are always watching and that helps me a lot because then I don't necessarily have to watch Mm -hmm. I mean I still am yeah but there are times where I need to be focused yes on making making sure that a task is getting completed Mm -hmm. because that's my job Mm -hmm. and then you're able to then help me give our clients a better experience because you have your heads up and you're being observant yes yep yep and I don't, I don't know, I, I don't know if anybody ever talks about that. Yeah. There's so much more to a wedding day than you just show up, you take pretty pictures and you go home. Yes. There, it's so much more. There's so much about relationships mm-hmm. and just wanting to make sure that we are giving these clients and I don't even like calling them clients because yeah. at that point they're kind of friends. Mm-hmm. Like we want to give them the best experience possible, not only yep. with us, but just like in the wedding day in general. Yes. And so I... I just think being observant and then also anticipating needs. Yes. Is that on yours too? Yes, it is. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, yeah. I think even just like, like one of the last, I think it was the last wedding we shot together. You had told me that um, the bride just really wanted, I think it was to spend time with her people and eat meatballs. She was oh, really yeah. excited yeah. about the meatballs. And um we were shooting couples photos mm-hmm. after the ceremony and a comment was said like, um, Oh, like, I don't know if she said something, but basically that she wasn't going to be able to eat meatballs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh my word, I'm, I need to go get some meatballs. <laughs> so I just double checked with you and made sure that it was a good time. But, um, I ran and I got the bride and groom's meatballs yeah. because they were excited about it. And I, that's, those are the types of things like having your ears perked up as a second shooter of things that 
your lead photographer tells you that the couple wants out of their day. Yes. Even if it's something as small or well, big to them as meatballs, you yeah. know, and like being willing to go run and grab them for them. And when and- Stacy says run, I just want it to be abundantly <laughs> clear that she ran like over a dirt road through a large <laughs> patch of grass inside this barn to get meatballs during the cocktail hour. Yeah. And she probably looked nuts because she piled those meatballs on. I did. And then had to run back out of the barn, over the patch of grass, over the dirt road, back to the bride and groom. And the best part about that was as Stacy was running with her hair tossing (laughs) through the wind, the bride was like, me, boss, me, boss, me, boss. She was so excited. She was cheering hands in the air, dancing. And that is not what you think of when you think of being a wedding photographer. Right. And what we are trying to do is to elevate our businesses and Mm -hmm. elevate the experience so much so that we don't forget the meatballs. Yes. I would have. Yeah. And that's why I love having a second shooter in general. Yeah. But in particular, you come. That way we can start to where we can make sure that we are meeting and exceeding the expectations that are set for us. Yeah. You know? Yes. And the other thing too is now that we're kind of in the winter-ish seasons, Mm -hmm. it's not something that I think about a lot now, but... In the summer, especially, or if you live down south, maybe water. Yes. Water is huge. And I put out a Instagram story yesterday asking photographers what, or maybe this morning, what they look for in a second shooter. What do second shooters do to go above and beyond or like bring a smile to your face? And I'm not kidding. Probably more than 10 photographers in a matter of an hour mm-hmm. said that they love when a photographer or when a second is bringing them water. Yes. Yep. I have that on my list. Do too. you? Yes. Of just like, or drinks or snacks in general. Yeah. I think like if you like, I know we tend to bring snacks along. That's another tip. Bring snacks mm-hmm. and water. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah. But asking not only your bride and groom or their family or whomever, if they need something, but your lead or just bringing it to them. Would, and if they that's say what no, I was just gonna say. yes, if they say no, then that's fine. But it, it is way easier as a second. And I did this for another photographer this summer. Mm-hmm. It is way easier to just go and do it. Yes. Because if you ask, most people are going to not want to inconvenience you. Right. And that's when you as a second can say, no, I'm like, I'm going to go get you water. Yes. Here you go. Yes. Or to your bride and your groom. Yeah. I, this summer we had, um, a bridesmaid faint. And it was one of the first days that I didn't make them drink water Mm -hmm. and I will never do that again. Yep. It will not be a question. It's going to be, we're drinking water, all of us collectively as a group, Yep. you know, and it really is helpful when my second does that instead of me. Yes. So I think that's huge. And not only are you going to get your lead water or the bride and groom Mm -hmm. care for the parents. Yes. Care for the bridal party. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're just, I don't know. I keep, I keep going back to give them a good experience, but yes. that's really what it is. Yeah. I think just serving them well. You want to go into a wedding servant-hearted, yes. truly. Like wanting to be there to do whatever. I mean, there was even a wedding I second shot with Morgan where I put out cupcakes with the coordinator mm-hmm. because that's what was needed. So things like that. I mean, you don't always have time for that. So I'm not saying like... <laughs> You know, you're not saying but, abandon your position. No, but if if there is to be done when yeah. it's possible and mm-hmm. you knew that that needed to be done because mm-hmm. you were observing. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of these things are kind of all wrapped into one where you're walking in with a servant heart. Mm-hmm. You're walking in with the mindset that it's not about you. It's about yep. these people. Um, the other thing is like anticipating 
not just water, Mm -hmm. but a plethora of things Mm -hmm. like weather. Yes. Is if is it raining? Is is the rain coming? Do you need to go get an umbrella for the bride so yep. that she doesn't get poured on? Yep. Um, does somebody need a new battery soon? Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine the 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 effect that it would have to have if you are carrying a couple batteries on your whatever, on your person in your yes. pockets and your lead says, Oh no, my battery's about to die, and you go, You've got one. Mm-hmm. Boom. There it is. I, it's gonna happen at some point during the day. Yep. So you might as well be prepared for it. Yes. The other one is fluff the dress. Fluff the dress. Always fluff the dress. <laughs> Always. <laughs> but there are times where a lead photographer, and I did this for you, you've done it for me, where the lead is kind of composing the shot in their head. Yeah. Right? We're getting our settings figured out. We're trying to give instructions mm-hmm. to the bridal party. And the last thing that a lead wants to do is leave their spot mm-hmm. because the dress is not fluffed. Yep. So if I'm giving out directions to the wedding party about the bride and the groom are going to dip and you're going to cheer. And then nine times out of 10, while I'm giving these instructions, I'm looking over and I'm seeing Stacy fluff the dress Mm -hmm. because that's what needs to be done. And it takes one more step away from what I have to do. Mm -hmm. And then boom, we get the shot. Yes. So fluff the dress. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fluff the dress. I think we've been talking a lot about trying to anticipate needs, but I want to just mention too. Um, your lead photographer has so many things running through their head all day. So many things of, I mean, between shot list, um, other needs they're trying to anticipate, um, you know, putting out fires, lead photographers, photographers in general for weddings, they wear so many hats. Mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, it obviously depends on the wedding. If there's a coordinator, a helpful coordinator even, or like, you know, (laughs) Is that okay to say? Shots fired. <laughs> no, it's okay. We okay. recently worked a wedding where the coordinator, their coordinator wasn't coordinating. And mm-hmm. I think we're just kind of salty about it. A little bit. But um, that is rare. Yeah, Just it to is. be clear. Yes, it okay. is rare. Yeah. I do, yes. Coordinators, you guys, I'm so sorry. You guys are lovely, truly. And do the Lord's work, really. Oh, jumble. <laughs> it's okay. What were you going to say? Uh... We wear a lot of hats. Just that, yeah, that lead photographers wear a lot of hats. And you just want to be able to allow the lead photographers to have that creative space left in their head. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it goes along with anticipating needs. But just remembering, I guess that's another why of why you anticipate needs. Not only to serve clients and represent the lead photographer's business well, but also to give them space to do their job more space not yeah totally Mm -hmm. agreed and the other thing too is I would often I think it's really important to kind of mirror your photographer and what they're doing Mm -hmm. okay so what I mean by that is if your photographer is going to go sit down for dinner Mm -hmm. then you should join them yes go sit down for dinner Mm -hmm. if your photographer is we just had this happen the last wedding that we shot we um went to go do some or no, we went to eat dinner yep. and then the sun was setting and it was cloudy or whatever. Yep. And so we had to jump up from our meal immediately. Like we didn't get a single bite right. before we had to go do these photos. Yes. And I think that I would have thrown hands with you if you sat down for dinner while I went to go shoot these photos. Oh, absolutely. So you are not sitting ever no. if I'm not sitting. Absolutely not. And I... I think that that 
is one of the most disrespectful things that you can do. Yeah. Because we are on our game Mm -hmm. for eight and a half plus hours straight Mm -hmm. by the end of like the day. Mm -hmm. And you are a second is there to help serve the lead photographer, lead photographer ultimately. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if you're saying, oh, I'm so tired, like I need to sit down. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh uh-uh. uh, like if I don't get to sit, you don't get to sit. Get right. up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, a hundred percent. Or if don't I do don't that. get to eat dinner, you don't get to eat dinner. Right. Like we are a team. We yes. are one. Yes. You know. Absolutely. And I just I think that the seconds need to have that yes. mentality. Yes. Mm-hmm. You might starve. Yeah. For eight and a half hours. You but might. if your lead photographer is starving, then you're starving. Yep. <laughs> or yeah. go get them snacks. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that stuff makes me so mad. I know. I know. It's, yeah. You hear horror stories about that Mm -hmm. stuff online too Mm -hmm. of like, oh, you know, my photographer was, or my second photographer was MIA in her car or something. And it's like, no, you are here for a purpose. You Mm -hmm. made a commitment. Mm -hmm. And if you can't honor that commitment, then don't make it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Um, you got any more? Oh, I, yeah. Okay. Do you, hit me. You want to keep going? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, yeah, we got time. Go. Perfect. Okay. Um, One of the things, we're kind of jumping around. Yeah, we are all over the place. Yeah. But I think it's actually, it's good. Yeah, I think it's good, too. Um, So this, this comes with a couple clauses. I have, <laughs> speak up about trying something, in parentheses, if there's time for it. Yeah. So this is one of the things of, like, reading the room. And also... Reading who you're with, do you have a relationship with lead, the lead photographer you're working with? Mm-hmm. If you don't, if this is your first wedding, keep your mouth shut, I think, well, other than asking questions. Yes. Or if you're going to have, if you have an idea, first of all, we love creativity. Love it. Love it. But then bring it up when you're walking from one destination to the next yes. or bring it up when it's kind of a lull where your lead shooter isn't directing or putting on this yes. big show of photos. Yes. Yeah, or like during dinner or something like that. Yes, and don't ask the bride and groom or and anybody but the lead photographer and do it pulled to the side, mm-hmm. like where it's just the two of you if you have time to ask it. Um, the Can I also jump in here yeah, too? Because please. this just happened to us. Yes. And I would hate to throw any specific person under the bus, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to talk very... Generally. Generally. Gotcha. Okay. So Stacy and I were shooting a wedding. Mm-hmm. And there was another photographer there as well, mm-hmm. which is already complicated and not ideal, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, I want to be able to be the photographer and have my second shooter with me yes. for an event. This was a different circumstance and we just kind of had to go with the flow and mm-hmm. we both knew that walking into it. Yep. And we both were, we both try to read the room. Yep. And make sure that everybody's taken care of. Mm-hmm. And after the ceremony, it was very evident that the bride and the groom were overwhelmed by whether it was emotion, there mm-hmm. was some underlying tension. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it was kind of an uncomfortable situation for everyone. And you, we could, it was very, very thick and clear. Yes, palpable. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't, we didn't even really talk about it, but mm-hmm. Stacey and I have this thing where we can just kind of look at each other and we know what we're thinking. Yeah. But I noticed this and I asked the bride like do you guys want a second do you want a couple minutes to just be alone they just said I do and now we have some turmoil yep and the bride was like yes I'd you know I really like that I was like great why don't you guys go get some water there's like this house that they could be in just the two of them for like 10 minutes Mm -hmm. just to like 
let everything kind of settle for a second because it clearly wasn't going, the trajectory wasn't good. Right. And this, this other photographer steps in and said, well, I think that we should do couples photos. Yes. And it's one of those things where it's like, I wish that 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 person, that photographer would have been a little bit more observant because this bride has tears in her eyes. Mm -hmm. And so then I said, no, I like, I love the idea of doing couples photos, but for right now we need to take a little bit of a break. Um, they're going to go get some water. We can make a, you know, whatever we can make a plan together. And the photographer then looks at the bride and says, I really think that we should do photos with you two right here. Mm -hmm. And I just, it's really not this photographer's fault necessarily because she, I keep saying she, it's obviously she, mm-hmm. um, she really wanted to do her job, I yes. think. And I think that she saw an opportunity to be creative and she saw like maybe the light was good or maybe she had a really good idea. Mm-hmm. But I think that that was a moment where she prioritized her portfolio over the feelings and the emotions of a real person standing in front of her. I completely agree with that. Yes. And that broke my heart. Yes. And in the now I'm more sad about it mm-hmm. than in that moment I was not pleased. No. I just was kind of I just was upset. Yeah. And so I I put my foot down and said we you and I can make a plan together about couples photos, but for now they're going you guys are going to go on a break. Go. Mm-hmm. But I guess my whole point is if if this photographer would have been heads up a little bit more mm-hmm. about the emotions mm-hmm. that that would have never happened mm-hmm. you know and like yes. putting putting brides in a position where they have to choose to just like suck it up mm-hmm. and be fine because we have photos to take right and that's not what we're there for no I don't know that was a tangent but yeah, no it, no that was really good it was a good story it tied in because that's exactly what I was thinking of when I said don't ask the bride and groom, mm-hmm. you know, especially as a second, you need to be respectful of not only the bride and groom, but also of the lead that you're working for. For sure. Um, and that's also where I'd like to say, be understanding if you do speak up um, about something you want to do, an idea, or you ask them and um, maybe the photographer isn't a huge fan of that idea. <laughs> maybe, Maybe they just feel like they're straight up isn't time. Yeah. And I think it's really easy. Like I'm the type where I don't super take criticism well, like mm. more so just I feel really guilty about even asking then. Yeah. Like I feel like that I was being a burden. Mm-hmm. So it's not even that I like get angry that somebody criticized. It's just more inward. But um, I also think too with that. That it's, it's not even a criticism because it's, it's not personal. No, not at all. It just is maybe they have a different direction that they want to take the couple's photos or, you know, something like that. Yes. Yeah. And that's a really good point because maybe it can feel like a criticism, even if it's very much so. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the other thing that I was going to say, wait, hold on. What was I just going to say? Darn it. You can do it. It was good. It was revolutionary. Wow. No, it's, it's, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Dang. It doesn't matter. What did you just say? Um, I said, oh, 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 understanding. like speak up. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So when you said speak up, I also was thinking that one thing that you and I even talk about now yeah. is if you don't get a shot. Oh, okay. 
Let's talk angles. Yes. So if I'm a lead shooter. Yeah. And Stacy's shooting over my shoulder. I'm going to turn around and I'm going to say, I don't need you to get the same picture I'm taking. Yes. Get a different one. Yes. Right. Uh-huh. So I need for my gallery. Mm-hmm. I've got my angle on lockdown. Yep. Trust and believe. That's yep. why I have this position. <laughs> But if a second were to come, you've never done that. But if a session or a sec- second were to come and shoot over my shoulder, yeah, the exact same picture that I'm taking, yeah, it just it doesn't it doesn't do anything for my gallery. No, it doesn't do anything in telling the story for my couples. Yeah, right. And so yeah. we are looking for ways to get creative. Yep. Move around. Yep. It, nine times out of ten, when I turn around, Stacy's shooting through a tree, like <laughs> straight up. <laughs> <I know. laughs> I know. Stacy's looking for ways to frame pictures like way back in freaking BFE with this long lens. And I'm like, okay, great. Like we're going to keep going. Yes. Um, but that is, that makes it so that my gallery is more full mm-hmm. of different shots. Mm-hmm. Another thing is if you're a second, maybe pay attention to the lens that your lead is shooting with. Mm-hmm. So if I'm shooting with a 35, I don't need Stacy to shoot with a 50 or a 24. Right. She's going to pull out the big daddies Mm -hmm. and whether that's an 85 Mm -hmm. or a 70 to 200 or something like that. Look for angles. Yep. Angles are massively huge. (laughs) Ginormous. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or the other thing too that Stacy does really well. Sorry, I'm talking about you in third person when you're right here. But detail, like details, you know, like. Um, let's say I'm thinking of couples a lot because that's the angle mm-hmm. situation, mm-hmm. but like rings or necklaces or the bouquet or mm-hmm. pins on the bouquet, anything like that. Um, I mean, obviously during the ceremony, like you were getting different angles, but that's just by design. Yeah. So it's more of like bridal party, um, bridesmaids, groomsmen, like how can you, can you get the bow tie? Can you get the boutonniere? You know, like round out my gallery Mm -hmm. with all these details that they paid for. Yes. Yep. You were going to say something else about speaking up. Oh, yes, I was. Mm -hmm. That's where this started. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Speaking of speaking up, (laughs) um, if you are getting an artsy fartsy shot yeah. right like maybe it's a reflection in, in a puddle mm-hmm. or I mean don't do that might be weird don't do that don't do that but if you're shooting don't through a, a tree <laughs> don't bring a mirror yeah. yes exactly if you I mean any of those things I think it's okay for you to speak up and say oh hold that for one more second mm-hmm. or like oh can you do that one more time yes because if I'm going too fast for Stacy mm-hmm. and you're not able to get your shots mm-hmm. then it's pointless for you to even take them in the first place mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and so I think that's a very appropriate time yes. for you to say, oh, one more like, oh, I didn't quite get that. Yes. You know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's OK to speak up mm-hmm. for. Yep. Um. OK. Also, on the note of speaking up too, sometimes there are things that happen that things get in the way of your shot, like maybe Uncle Sam holding a phone. Uncle Sam. You know, oh, gosh, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Uncle yeah (laughs) holding a phone in the middle of a ceremony or maybe another vendor or whatever um and you're not able to get the angles or the shots that you are literally hired to get um speaking up if you start noticing that at all at any point obviously not making a big deal of it like outwardly but just you know i will usually go over to her and say hey 
I'm struggling with this scenario mm-hmm. and uh, maybe either leaving it open of how she wants me to handle it if she can't or, you know, whatever, because it is her, her business. So, um, your business, I'm talking to you in a third, <laughs> as okay. whatever. Um, but yeah, so I think just not being afraid to speak up about that as well, because that is so important to make sure that you're getting those shots that yeah. you're hired to get regardless of the situation. So, um, yeah, seeing how you need to handle that or if the lead wants to handle it or whatever. Well, and on that note too, um, just this October we had a wedding where they were doing their first touch and reading letters to each other. Yeah. And the DJ was trying to set up for the ceremony. Yes. And we were right next to each other and this DJ was playing music. Mm-hmm. Um or like shuffling through it music. It sounded like she was testing like the sound. So oh, it was yeah, like she was like test test test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was a little bit further away from the DJ to even say anything and I didn't I mean like I didn't even really hear it cuz I was trying to tell them what to do. Yeah. Um, or maybe backing the groom in. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But Stacey ran over and was like, hey, can you? And obviously very respectful. Yeah. But it was just another one of those times where like I needed somebody to speak up. Yes. And it wasn't even about, again, not about me. No. But it was about giving this bride and groom a like actually quiet, you know. Yes. Intimate moment. Yeah. Where it would have been quickly ruined by check one, two, yes. check one, two. Like that's not it. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. So speak up when you see stuff. Mm-hmm. Um compliment everyone literally (laughs) everyone on this day everyone I don't care like you can get creative with your compliments like do get creative with your compliments but like compliment everybody yes everybody in like a yeah creative kind of way you don't want to say the exact same thing to I mean you're walking by bridesmaids and you're like oh I love your dress oh I love your dress you know and although we do that sometimes yeah we do we do sometimes if they have different dresses yeah if they have obviously they have the same dress don't (laughs) you imagine no my word no awkward just yeah so and maybe do it at like different times so like if you're passing a bridesmaid you're like oh my word like your hair looks amazing Mm -hmm. maybe a few minutes later you're passing another bridesmaid and you're like your makeup is on I don't know just yeah. like literally just yeah giving compliments or if you really feel yourself starting to compliment everybody when you're standing right there because we do we get like so excited when compliment happy yes yeah we're just like you get a compliment you get yes. a compliment well and they all look so beautiful they do you know so you like you want to make sure that they're told that because they deserve to be told that but so saying something too of like, wow, you all look incredible. That's yeah. okay too. But yeah. like literally compliments on compliments and, you know, compliment. I like to compliment you, not because it's like fake, but because I'm like, wow, I love what she's, I don't know. I love yeah. the pose she's doing or whatever. Well, and the other thing about that too is I, from both of our, we've both been leads. Yes. And it's nice to have the affirmation. Yes. That what I'm doing is working mm-hmm. because we talk about this all of the time together that we constantly are second guessing ourselves Mm -hmm. and not because I'm not confident in my job no obviously I'm confident enough I am doing it full time right but at the same time I'm at a wedding day because my brain is going 600 miles per Mm -hmm. minute I'm thinking oh was that a good decision and when I have Stacey right next to me saying love it like that is just a little bit of like oh yeah like we're doing the right thing yes you know yeah and also um the other people that it's really important to compliment are one other vendors yes because they are also going 100 miles an hour and I am very we both are pretty cognizant to 
compliment moms. Yes. Because oftentimes, number one, they pay for it. Mm-hmm. Most of the time. Mm-hmm. And number two, they aren't used to maybe getting all dialed up or like maybe they feel uncomfortable or Mm -hmm. maybe they're emotional, you know, like complimenting them and also complimenting their children that are getting married to yes, Mm -hmm. to them. Like you did a great, you know, it's not even like you did a great job, but like you can see how much, you know, you guys love each other or anything like that. Just compliment everyone. Yeah. (laughs) Which is what you just said. Yes. And, um, on the note of complimenting other vendors saying, thank you. We have had so many wonderful vendors and they like you have told me stories about um bartenders literally bringing you your Shirley Temples all you know that type of thing and just being like thankful that they are even even when you're walking up to the bar and getting a non-alcoholic drink of course by the way (laughs) don't do that (laughs) um don't get an alcoholic drink but just going up and and saying thank you for them getting you your drink or yeah. and meaning it yes and another thing too is I mean this is kind of this goes across the board mm-hmm. but if people are serving you mm-hmm. if caterers are serving you mm-hmm. if bartenders are serving you mm-hmm. if somebody's taking your plate mm-hmm. you need to ag- acknowledge their existence yes. and say thank you yes. Thank you so much for doing that. That mm-hmm. is so nice. Like mm-hmm. this meal was great. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for standing on your feet all day to supply this whole party with drinks. Mm-hmm. Like just saying thank you mm-hmm. goes a really long way and is another way for you to network. And it's a really good way for you to represent the business of the person you're working for. Yes, absolutely. And just to be a good human. Yeah. Like please go through a Starbucks and say thank you or say how was your day? Yes. Like let's not be jerks. Yeah. <laughs> and pretend like you're above them you're not no we're just like them yes and they're wonderful um that goes along with just yeah being a team player with vendors Mm -hmm. like working together because you are like you've said several times you're not there for you you're there for the bride and groom and for the lead photographer and so being a team player and kind to everybody is very important yeah totally yeah um also asking for help like asking, like if there is a task that you need to do, like we oftentimes for getting ready photos will move furniture or mm. clean up areas. Um, so that's something you can be on the lookout for if your lead photographer is, you know, you're about to do getting ready, ready photos and you notice that they're wanting to do them in a certain spot and there's bridesmaids things or whatever. But um, Asking for help if, if it's a lot, but not asking for help from the bride or the mom. Yeah. <laughs> um, asking bridesmaids is always fine. Coordinators, um, if you don't feel like you can get it done quick enough totally. on your own. but um, And groomsmen usually are super willing to help grab something if necessary. Yeah. Um, and finding family members, asking for help to find family members. Oh, yeah. We haven't even talked about that. No. That's like a huge... Being, so that's another thing going into speaking up and stuff. If you're helping with family um, photos, which you will be if you're a second shooter, you should be. Um, usually Morgan has a list for me and we try to go through it. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking and anticipating for the next set of family photos and somebody says, oh, they're not all there, figure out how to find them. Whether mm-hmm. that be because you don't know what they look like probably. I mean, right. so going to a bridesmaid or... Um, to a groomsman or maybe another family member that doesn't need to take the photos, but asking for help to find somebody. Yeah. Um, that's important. Well, and that's a huge part of the day where mm-hmm. seconds come in hand, like mm-hmm. come in handy. That sounds no, bad, but no, like it's true. they come 
really helpful mm-hmm. is family photos because there are a lot of people that we got to find and not much yes. time to do it. Yeah, it's like herding cats. Yeah, <laughs> and so um, being able to speak up and be not like obnoxiously loud, no. but also like command the the floor too of mm-hmm. like, all right, this group is going right now. This group is up next. This mm-hmm. group is in the hole. Okay, mm-hmm. we're missing those people. You go find them. Mm-hmm. Like, and come back to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it sounds like the AED. Like, you go get, you go get the AED. <laughs> come back to me. Um. But just being able to be vocal enough because you know that that will benefit everyone. Yes. And saying, I know Morgan does it a lot, um, but as family photos are happening or any group photos, um, a lot of times groomsmen and men of the family will keep things in their pockets. Oh, yeah. And so just like yelling it out or girls, girls with their hair ties, yelling it out and being like, hair ties off the wrists, like get everything out of your pockets, go throw it, hand it to somebody or, you know, whatever. Um, Taking purses out of grandma's hands. Yes. That's a huge one. Making sure that sunglasses are off of Mm -hmm. people's faces. Yes. Like the more that you're able to clean up the photos, the less that I then have to do after I compose the image. Yep. Does that make sense? Like I just, it all goes under this umbrella of anticipating needs Yeah. because we know that the photographer is going to ask for them to take things out of their pockets. So then if you can do that while I'm trying to get my settings or mm-hmm. whatever figured out, mm-hmm. that makes this go so much more seamlessly. Yep. Yep. Or if you see like the grooms like tie, you know how they get those little bubbles kind of? Oh, yeah, they, yeah, like, yeah. like stick out. But sometimes as the lead, you don't notice those things, especially during family photos. It's one thing during couples photos. Those are pretty easy to remember. But during family photos, you want to make sure that stuff like that is spoken about because in post that can be like oh shoot i wish i would have said something or noticed and so totally yeah yeah oh carry things carry things for your photographer all the things all the things i am so thankful for morgan because she has a wagon so if you're a lead get a wagon (laughs) get a freaking wagon yeah um but carry things there were times that and i'm not even gonna try to like toot my own horn but when stacy was lead shooting there was times that like I literally wouldn't let her carry a single Not object. A single thing. And she's like, no, really. And I'm like, uh-uh. Like, this is why I'm here. This is why I get paid the big bucks. Like, I'm I am the pack mm-hmm. mule. So I will carry all seven bags, mm-hmm. purses, water bottles, all the things. And a bouquet. And a bouquet. <laughs> Exactly. And I just wanted her to be able to like not even think about any sort of extra weight that she has to carry. Yes. I wanted you to be able to chat with the bride and the groom, like whatever. Even if I was like, <gasps> yes. yeah, I don't care. Like yeah. you carry the things. Yes. Make their life easier. Yes. Make it so their back isn't about to give out. Mm-hmm. Like we have so many things to think of. Mm-hmm. And on another note, I if I set something down there I lose my camera all the time yes. I don't have a strap mm-hmm. I don't have any like I just it's yeah it just exists yeah. my camera does without anything it's easier and yeah it is and there during a wedding day mm-hmm. there are so many times where I'm like where's my and Stacey's just pointing because she probably carried it down the stairs and mm-hmm. brought it to a table or whatever like if they leave their bag, if they leave their water bottle, if they leave their battery or their battery cap or, you know, anything like that. Yes. Pick those things up yep. and carry them with you. Yep. Because you know they're going to need it. Yep. So might as well grab it for them. Yep. And also don't make a big show of like, you forgot your water bottle. Yeah, no, don't like, do that. It's not about you. No. Just carry it for them, deliver it to them, and all will be well. Yes. Um, And also just treat, if you're using their gear, treat it like it's yours. Treat it like you spent the thousands of dollars on it. Yeah. Just or treat it even better than it's yours. 
yeah, just make sure you're handling things with care and um, being professional, but kind in that respect, respectful. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Mm -hmm. So I think that a lot of this is boiled down into a couple things. Mm -hmm. Number one, have common courtesy. Yes. Meaning smile, be kind, compliment people. Don't ever say anything negative Mm -hmm. to or about anyone. Never. At all. Mm -mm. And the only time it's safe, and I wouldn't even say this, but the only time to mention anything negative at all is when you're in your vehicle out of the parking lot. Yep. Like we are not speaking negatively about anyone or anything or literally no no negativity whatsoever until you are gone. Yeah. Matter of fact, we're smiling as we're leaving the the parking lot. Yes. Literally. And uh, I mean, I think common courtesy is just don't talk negative about people in general. Right. But there are times where there's situations where you're like, oh my gosh, I wish that that went a little bit differently or that really sucked that this happened. Yes. Those are one things. Mm -hmm. But just don't do that while you're there. Mm -mm. Not at all. Mm -mm. Okay. So number one, common courtesy. Number two, anticipate needs. Yes. Anticipate photography photographer needs, vendor needs, Mm -hmm. bride and groom needs, and family needs. Yep. Always be observing, watching people around you. Anticipate, anticipate, anticipate. Yep. And number three... Try to round out a gallery. Tell the full story. If you see details, if you see the way that the light catches on a wall, or if you see a a detail of like rings or like, I don't know, just help round out the gallery of your lead photographer and all while being respectful and just having, having fun. Yeah. It is such a joy and an honor to be a part of these people's Mm -hmm. days and we need to treat it like that. Yes. And second shooting is fun. It is so fun. That's, I was going to just add one more thing is that we have talked about so many times of like the creativity side that we're like, when I was lead shooting, it was like, oh my word, I love that you get to do that. And sometimes you get jealous of your second shooter because they can be creative with it when you're trying to get, you know, your standard shot list, everything done for your gallery. And so have fun with that. Yeah. Enjoy it take risks yes like like we said stacy shoots through a tree she puts things in front of the lens like there are some blurry shots you know like motion blur all of those kinds of things Mm -hmm. that maybe i don't have time for in the moment be creative have fun with it try new things all while being a really awesome team player yes even though you are kind of like the bench player and you just kind of have to sit behind the scenes you're not the steph curry of the day and Mm -hmm. that's okay Mm -hmm. you know like I don't know, just do your job really well and try to exceed expectations. Yeah. And keep learning. Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then carry all the things that you learned from this lead photographer with you as you go back into your wedding days or maybe as you start your business and try to get it off the ground. Yeah. Well, first of all, it's been an hour and five minutes. Oh my goodness. That's a lot. That's so a if lot. people stuck here to the end, yeah. shout out to them. Yeah. Shout out to them for listening yeah. to us ramble. Um, I hope it was helpful. I think I think it was. I think so. I, we fun. like to think that it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I if you have questions at all about second shooting or um the role of a second shooter, or maybe we miss stuff. But we might yeah. miss things. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know in the Facebook group. It's the Equipped You on Facebook. You can also follow us, follow the show on Instagram. And you can follow me on TikTok, Morgan Tidy Photography, or Instagram as well. Until next time, you guys. And Stacy's coming back multiple times. So if you want her back, you should just let us know. <laughs> or don't. If you don't want me back, just <laughs> don't, don't say, say anything. anything. <laughs>
<laughs> they don't get to say. I'm, I decide that you're coming back. So thank, uh, thanks for listening, you guys. And we'll talk to you next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye.